Bahalos for Esaneros, Amufine Hamanero Yairu Shiva Saneros, Vayas Kane Aharon. When you raise up the candle, toward the face of the menorah shall the candle's light, and so Aaron did. The Pirish Rashi is all Rashi explains. Lahadlika, that you have to light the candles, Achetehe Shalhevis Ola Meoleha, until the flame rises up by itself. And when it says in the Torah that Aharon did that, it says this is to teach us the praise of Aharon who did not change one thing. He did everything according exactly to how he was told. We'll have another Hold on a second. We're just about six lines into it. Lahavin Mahu Haribusa Alaron Kahana Kadisha Shaloshina to try and understand what is the Siddish about Aaron, the Kohen Gadol, the Holy Kohen, that he didn't change anything. That should be obvious that whatever he was told he didn't he didn't uh, vary from that. Gam Lahavin Halashon Shanemar Elmu Paneha Minoraya Iru Shiva Sanevas. When it says that the seven candles shall light or shall be lit toward the face of the, of the menorah, it should say six of the candles were facing that way. Because the seventh candle is the one that's called the face of the menorah. But when it says, according to Rashi, that the candles um, are lit toward the face of the menorah, it means that the three on one side and the three on the other side are facing toward the one in the center. So their wicks are kind of leaning inward and the center one is straight up. So it should say that six of the candles are lit toward the center, not seven, because the seventh one is the center candle. So that, those are his two questions. In order to try and understand this in a way which will help our Bodhisattva. The word itself, Tefila, means that bonded, connected, attached. Milashon naftulei alokim niftalti. When Leah says that in Bereshis, when her son was born, naftulei alokim niftalti, and he's named naftali. So that has to do with becoming close to God. Kipirish Rashi Zalashon, as Rashi explains there. Vahu shebeis ha tefila tzorif la'orer es ha'ahavo ha'musuteres asher b'leiv kolecha b'yisrael. When we dive in, it's our responsibility, it's our job, to awaken the inner love which is within our heart and within the heart of every Jew. It's a point, a concentration of, of love that's deep within our heart. And we're, we're, we're supposed to try and get to it when we dive in, break through to that point. Until we reach a point of what's called stripping ourselves of our physicality, as it says in Shulchan which is granted a very high level in 
Tefila. Vahu Ayudei Shemisbonein Begalus Elokus. When a person contemplates God's greatness, Shalazen Nitkan Kol Seder Hatfila is really the entire structure of davening was arranged for this purpose. Suke de Zimra, first part, Ubrachos Kriyashma, Shakoze Hu Hachanali Bethinas Kriyashma Utfila Kimavur Misforam Kedosha. That when we say Psuke de Zimra and sing Hashem's praises, and when we say the Brachos of Kriyashma, that's all a preparation for the Shema and the Shemona Esrei itself. Those two things are preparatory. Vaod achas, sorit vaodam la asos eitzot, la shus eitzos lenasha. A person also has to think about and arrange some a plan for themselves in davening. Ashergam achar hatzila. So even when davening is concluded, shemuchot la asok b'chol b'tinas havayos haolam, and we are then obligated to involve ourselves in all going the goings on of the world. Davening's over. Achila, Shasia, Umasa, Umatan, eating, drinking, doing business. Yihya Nishar Zikaron Baliba. So that the memory, or shall we say even the the reminder of Fila is in our heart. So that we don't reel backward in our involvement in the physical world and leave our davening completely behind. When we get involved with the physical world. So A, in Fila itself, we want to try and reach Devekus as best as we can. <coughs> and B, when Fila is over, we want to hang on to it. That's called a Rishimu. Rishimu means an imprint or an impression that remains from the davening itself. As the has said, wherever the shechina has rested, it's left an impression. And of course, davening is our meeting with the shechina. Shemona Esrei, where Mama is standing in front of the shechina. So if it has rested amongst us, it should leave an impression. Even when davening is over and that expanded consciousness, awareness it has now left us, left us, that higher level of comprehension of tefillah has now left us, still, it will leave a memory in our heart. So that you can more easily access it and get to it. As once you've brought it out to the surface in davening, that inner point of avan, it's been brought forward. Now it shouldn't be that difficult to then reattach and, and get to it again when you need to during the daytime. And to waken ourselves up, even though we're going to be involved in worldly things. And then the time is not so... Uh, inclined for hisbonenus, contemplation. You're involved in your daily life and your business and paying your bills. It's not so easy to be hisbonen. It's just, okay, you don't have to, to that extent, as long as you can access it. Kemosh shohaya bishas hatfila.
it's not as prepared <coughs> a time as it was during the Davin. In close that, yes, please. Yeah. Please. As I was up, yes. The, the, uh, the Rashi, the Right. Does that Sheena mean he didn't change it or he didn't sleep? He didn't change. Right, he didn't change anything. He did exactly as he was told. <coughs> okay. Still, a person could awaken themselves without this same depth of contemplation. How? Because an impression was left on his heart. When the Shechina was resting on him during davening, when his mochen, when his mind was illuminated by the koach of tefillah. So the pasu gives us a um, instruction, teaching about this, as it says, ad ad pircha, mikshahi. It's um, it's literally it's thigh. It means it's branches and the center branch, and it's flowers. It all comes from one piece of beaten gold as we know about the menorah it wasn't made up of several pieces it was one piece Yerecha it's thigh literally More al-Bechinas ha-Hester that refers to that hidden component Shahu kol inyane olam hazeh all things that are of this world they are hidden they conceal the more blatant presence of Hashem because they're so gashmias. But Kiddurosh's Chazal al Chamuke. I thought that was Yerechaya. I'm not sure about the word Chamuke, uh, but it has to do with the thigh. And the Chachamim Darshanit, Ma Yerech Beseser, just as the thigh is Beseser, so I thought it meant Torah should be Beseser Torah. I might be mistaken about that. Russia. But you see from there that the Chachamim take the word Yerech, thigh, and look at it as something which is concealed, because of course in general a person's thigh is con- concealed. So Yerecha, that refers to hidden, hid, not hidden things in the sense that, I want to say in the positive, hidden in the sense that it conceals God's light, the world of physicality. Pircha, its flower, Mora Abachinas Avavira, that refers to our love and fear of Hashem. Hamiskala Beesha Tefila, which is revealed when we daven. Shahem Habachinos Godfin, which are considered the wings of our Abodas Hashem. They help us to fly upward. Sha'ayadam Porchas Laila. It's through Ava and Yira that a person's avoda flies upward. That's what helps it to take off. So the word pircha, which is its flower, literally, it's also the same word as lifroa, which is to fly. So it's referring to ahava and yira in, the, in that aspect of the menorah, 
our emotions in our avodas Hashem, which help us to soar. That's pircha. Does that also really like the word pircha? Yes, pircha yeah. It means young people. Then it has to do like with the word of flower and blossoming, tender flower. <laughs> maybe that's the secondary <laughs> meaning, right? Or maybe that's actually the primary meaning. <laughs> so when it says that both the Yerach and the Perach needs to be from one piece of gold, now conceptually what we're saying is that both the involvement in the physical world and how we approach that and our involvement in the more spiritual emotional world it's got to come out of the same piece of gold it's one um, continuous avodas Hashem the hashva hashva means it's all equal hen yerecha hen pircha whether it's the yerech the involvement in the physical world whether it's our emotional relationship with Hashem the davening that even when we are involved with worldly things which conceal God's presence it should be the same equal to us as the perach as the flowers meaning the love and the fear which we experience when we dive it how? That can only happen if one carries the impression of davening into their workday and weekday world. If you carry that, then they talk it can be the same. That doesn't mean the experience is the same, but you draw on the same uh, depth of um, connectedness to our Kaddish Baruch Hu. You draw on that same um, devekus, in, in davening in its way and in the world in its way but still the same piece of gold so to speak right sometimes as he has said in other mamor that goes the other way around that if a person can uh, keep their mind on being the Sheva Shemayim when they're involved in the world, then that will also have an effect on their davening as well. So both things affect each other. <laughs> it's a question of where you start. Equal time. So one can bring about the other, the other, wherever you want to start. The acre is to start. Okay. The Chose Nishpal So now that we have this idea, this is emanated to Klal Yisroel. Al Yidei Bechinas Aaron by means of Aaron Hakohen, Hamadlik Es HaMenorah, the one who lights the menorah. 
Menorah, Menorah Abachinas B'nai Yisrael, Kamosha Kasu, Pilikutai Torah. So he says the menorah is a remise to the Jewish people, as it's written in the Likutei Torah. That could be the Likutei Torah of the Balatanya or from the uh, Arizal. Not sure which one. He has a Likutei Torah too. You're right. So maybe it's from there. So it's one of the other. Not at the same level as the other. How would, yeah, how, would we know, how would we possibly know that? <laughs> well, uh, we all, all, we all, we all have this awareness of the result of the, the, the Balantanya as, you know. And the Chernobyl or Magin, no? Not openly. In this crowd. In this crowd. In this crowd. You know, Chernobyl or... I get it. Kodesh Kodesh. I, 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 yeah, but... No need to say anymore. <laughs> Well, you know, I, I, my, my foot is not stuck <laughs> enough in my throat. <laughs> but it could talk to be him because it's, it was his age, you know, it's all his age. <laughs> and it we could be the Balatanya too. Do we? we do not. No. Not yet. <laughs> 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 Let's put it in Hilly's file. <laughs> <laughs> I got one a couple of years ago. They did, they did reprint it. So, uh, yeah, it did come out sometime. It's this presence of Arana Kohen which brings forth the great love that we experience or can experience in Davening. The Gam Horishimu and also the impression it's Aaron Cohen's presence and now he means you know across the generations not just when he lived that's very nice when Aaron went into the Mishkan he had on his two shoulders the six names of the tribes on this side and the six on that side all together the twelve Shvatim so each time he brought he went in, it was a zikaron, it was a reminder of B'nai Yisrael before Hashem, because their names were inscribed on his shoulder pads. And um, <coughs> he says, that idea of lezikaron, it shows that Aaron is about creating zikaron, a memory of the experience in one's heart during Tila. Do, do you think that the fact that it was the specific issue names that were written in his sort of the of our minhek of making the um, I don't know. It, it's certainly Right. Who you want to steal for what? Right. Why do we go ahead and, and say it? Uh, it's a shame. Maybe, maybe it's for us. I don't know what the thought I had. Maybe it's for us because we hear we hear the person's name and we're more, or a Rafa. Rafa.
Even you know, even the person himself who submits the name, you know, when you say the name, it's usually a little bit of uh, more than that, a brahmi that you feel just by just by saying the name, which is what you think, right? Okay. Therefore, it says, when you lift up the candles, even though it means when you light them, Indian hadlokas haneros mora abethinas ahava. The lighting of the menorah refers to our own ahava, which is revealed when we light, when we daven. So that's a beautiful connection he's saying, that it's like lighting a candle. Like you have a wick there and you touch the fire to the wick and the candle ignites. So we have our heart, it's waiting to be ignited, waiting to be illuminated, because the love is in there. And so when a person davens with, with power, it lights up the love which is in their heart. So that's the idea of lighting the menorah. <laughs> so that it is in such a manner, <laughs> that even that which is literally opposite the face of the menorah, <laughs> that means our involvement in the physical world. Right? The menorah is like the things that are holy opposite them is when we have to get out there in the world. But what we want to do is have the light from the menorah, from davening, still illuminate that which is opposite it, the physical world. That's Mulpaneha menorah. Maybe, maybe right. if you think of Mulpaneha menorah as a kind of illusion, kind of reflected light. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that it, or, or, we or sending we're forth not, its we're rays. Not in the, we're not in the, in the in the category of the, the moment where, 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 where we have direct awareness, but we have this It flows from there. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Yes, some shows have, you know, when they time to dive, they turn on, they have on either side of the encouragement um, or some shows will divide the lights. And when you divide up something like that, where's the center? You have one end, you have one end, I'm, I'm not sure what you mean when they di- when they divide the lights. The lights, in other words. No, uh, you usually have a center because the center is the focus. So how do they compensate for the light in the center? I, I, I'm not sure. I'm not sure what you what you're referring to. Right. Light can turn on either side. Right. They want you know. On, on either side of what? Of the encoder. You usually have a menorah. Right. But uh, and you turn it on, you have the six or seven branches, the, the big one in the middle. But they don't have some shorts and that architecture don't have that. That's I think that's just near to feela, which yeah, is like feel which is like the you know having candles or yeah, that doesn't have to be a menorah. No, it's not a menorah. They have three lights on each, just so that there'll still be a light of one on first down. Yeah, but no, I mean. That's right, I that's know that. it. That's only that. Not, not because. Yeah, I think that's, that's not for the menorah reason. I think that's for near to feel reason. Okay. I would think so. Right. I, I've noticed that most, not most, like the over, over Yahoo, they have two menorahs with six lights. That shouldn't be exactly like the. Uh, well, you're not allowed to make a, a metal menorah. Are they metal? Yeah. 
Right, so that's why they would have sex. There's another reason why they, the person is oh. not allowed to make a menorah, which is some, somewhat of a replica, a replica of the menorah in the Mishkan. So if you have a seven candle candelabra, oh. you can't make it out of metal. Wood, wood you can, yeah, as long as oh. it's not metal. Yeah. Or, or, or plastic. Like, or anything but glass, but not metal. Right? So it's not only gold. But it's uh, other metals too. Is this is this a hint, a kind of a hint to a Hanukkah by the Hanukkah It's eight because of the miracle, but the miracle, but still but it comes out. If it that, were seven, not a we wouldn't be able to make a metal. Yeah. Uh, All right, unless they maybe would have made an exception for an Hanukkah. I don't know yet. But some people can't. Yeah. <laughs> right. This is the So the one in your shalim, that's definitely yeah. Where is it? Yeah, oh, so in like at the uh, museum where they made Kaley Hamishkan clay in Mishkan? Um, no, I don't know if it's okay. that, but it's okay. uh, right in the old city. It's uh, made out of pure gold and supposed to be uh, a replica. Whether so I don't know. use it or not, I don't right, know. Right, right. I don't know then based on what would be a high tech for that. Yeah. Maybe they have a head to it. I don't know what it would be. Right. Right. predated head to machine. Okay. So that, when we ignite our own heart, that's like the lighting of the candles. And Mul Paneha Menorah refers to the world of Gashmias, Shalachorahem Negdiyim Libachinas Paneha Menorah, which at least on the surface is opposite than the face of the menorah, the, the illuminated world of davening. Shehem bechinas mastirim, those are things that conceal Hashem's presence. In kozeh, still, yo'iru kol shivas haneros, still, all of the seven candles should illuminate the physical world. Shemora abechinas Zayin Hamidos. That refers to the seven Midos within our personality. Chesed, that are all within us and they're just waiting to be lit up to serve Hashem. Yihiyem that they should be all illuminated. Kamo Ava just like when our Ava is lit up when we daven and we deal. Shalo Basogu Achor, so that we do not reel backward and away from God when we get involved in the material world. So that answers his first, or his second question that, what is, why does it say all seven candles lit towards the center? <coughs> it was only six that lit towards the center. The seventh was the center. So he says all seven candles of the menorah they light, they illuminate the the physical world every seven, each one of our seven mitos, which is, comes into a state of revelation in davening, it lights up our relationship to Hashem in the physical world. So that's how he answers that. Kemo ve'esi skalus, v'hu ayidei ha'reshimu she'yihiya nishar v'leiv, that as a result of the impression which has remained in the heart, me'hashro'as ha'shchina sh'ha'yolo ve'esat fila, it's from Hashem's Shechina that rested 
amongst us when we are davening in a state of contemplation. So too the flame shall rise of its own. Even though when we're involved in the physical world, it's not as a fitting a time for contemplation, but because we have that spot left in our heart and that awakenedness, we can more easily access it. Mahmas has the Koran, Shinishar Baliba, because of that is the Koran in our heart. The Zehu Shinemar Bahalokas Haneras Lashon Aliyah. That's why when it says to light the candles, it uses a Lashon of Aliyah bringing up the candles. Upirish Rashi Zah, says there that you do it until the flame goes up, or you have to actually walk up to the menorah. Shahad Loka Beishat Fil Yihiyah Kol Kach. As Rashi says, that when you light the menorah, now here meaning that when you light your own, light up your own heart, your your love and your seven mitos during davening, it should be so much so until the flame goes up by itself. So even when davening is over, that the candle is still lit. So it's not that you walk away from diving and the candle goes out, but the the attempt is to walk away and the candle is still burning. And that's through the koaf of Arana Kohen, at that presence. I think that's what it You want that fire going. Make it going. You want that fire to go. Well, yes, Mark. Just bring up a couple of safety issues. Yes. Sometimes when you come, we're not Shabbos and we're not but on weekdays, sometimes people walk away. There's nobody here, right. and you don't know what's going to happen. How long does the candle burn? You mean on a weekday? Weekday. Well, you can always put it out after davening's over. Okay. You're talking about walking away. I mean, I don't know what's going to happen. To You're making a point. Point often, it's not uncommon that people uh, will leave and that those candles leave the candles. I understand that is a yeah. That's how we have a little snuffer there be used to put them out when davening is do like Beisham and once in that Mishnah of uh, Brachos when he got off his, uh-huh. his uh, 
camel or his mule to reach free Ashram. He, he was like reprimanded by the Fat Lamb. And, uh, um, and, uh, and then Beishamai, like, always wanted to, but he was, Beishamai was rich, so he, you know, he always wanted to, he had the resources to do things in the best possible way. Beishamai was poor, they, you know, and they wanted to really accommodate the needs of the, of the poor. Kind of an, an interesting insight I wouldn't have had. Okay. <laughs> All of this can happen through the presence of Aaron Akon. As it says, Aaron did that. To speak Aaron's praises that he did not change a thing. Meaning, never. Both then and now. It's not just then that he didn't change anything. He says that's obvious that he wouldn't change, but it's always been like that, that his koach of halakas hamenorah, which means the lighting up of our own midos in our heart, it's still with us today. Shehu hamash piya it is him who emanates into kla Yisroh, asher yihiyah shavim yirecha impircha, that our involvement with the physical world and with the emotional, spiritual world can be equal in terms of being the Shem Shemayim. Ayideh hazikaron, by means of remembering, shenishar mehatfila, that which happened in Avni, tihiyeh hashalheves ola me'aleha, that the flame is then lit <coughs> and it continues to stay lit. Ayideh ha'adlaka, shahoyaveis hatfila, just like as it happened when we daven, it remains that way, kimavur, as is explained. So he wants to say that Aaron HaKohen's influence and koach is still with us now. That when we daven and we reach that kind of level and we're able to maintain it, that comes from the Kedusha of Aaron HaKohen. Yeah. Yes,